Welcome to the Inner Athlete Podcast, where we discuss all things youth athlete development and youth mentoring. Dave, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Not too shabby, actually. I'm doing pretty well. So what's been happening in your world lately? Uh, not a lot. Same old, same old. Just uh, hitting the gym, working for an athlete, work with the athletes, um, eating good food. Yeah, we love that. Cool. I love to hear it. Um, but why are we here today? What are we talking about? So today we are going to be talking about three things to, f- to look for when finding a good coach for your child. And why is that? Why is it important, first of all? And why is it relevant in today's um, athletic performance world or junior athlete performance world that we're in at the moment? Yeah, so good question. Um, I think when, as, as, a, as a parent, you want to make sure that you're paying for the right service and you're making sure that you're getting uh, the right product for your child make sure your child gets the best coach that they can possibly have so I think um, there's there's a lot of coaches especially in the Melbourne area a lot of coaches a lot of great coaches um, but we want to make sure that we can best inform you guys about what to look for when find the best coach for your child and some red flags and some red flags as well cool so what are those key points? Let's go through three today. Um, then we'll go through potentially some red flags after. So what, what are one of the key points that what parents should be looking for um, to find a strength and conditioning coach for their kids? Okay, so I've actually uh, written up some points today. So we'll go through that. All right, so let me get my magic book up. All right, so the three points that I want to go through today are... So these are the three things you should know in finding a good coach for your child. Number one is what is the coach's philosophy on learning and winning? Number two, is the coach a good role model for your child? And number three, is the coach actually invested in the child's development into adulthood or just there to get paid? Cool. I think they're all all like really good and deep. And I think these are the questions that a lot of parents may not ask or may not understand when it comes to looking for a strength coach so let's go through point number one the philosophy side yep so what is the coach's philosophy on learning and winning so i feel like a lot of um old school traditional coaches are very win 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 we have to win at all costs i don't really care what how what we do or whatever what you do is that we have to win and learning is the uh, so losing is the worst thing ever so Finding out what the coach's philosophy on winning and what their perspective on learning is. So are they a win-at-all-cost type person or are they more of a failure is a part of the process type person? Yeah, are they focused on the development side? 100%. And I think a good coach will want to foster learning and they're not so outcome-based. I feel like coaches are very outcome based oh did you win did you lose did you kick this amount of goals did you swim this time it's like it's not about that at the end of the day it's about it's about the development of the child and improving their performance over time the outcome does matter to some to some extent but it's not as important as people think it is yeah so do we have any practical practical examples of how we've kind of shifted you know some of the athletes here from being very outcome driven so whether it is more I guess from a physique point of view or a performance point of view and how we've kind of gotten to break them down and focus on the development side mm. so a couple of the practical examples yeah um, so yeah we've got a couple of swimmers here 
And a big thing that you do is after they've had a, big, a, a bigger event or a big event is to sit them down, ask them how they went and how they, how they think they went and more rewarding and more um, hopping up their efforts rather than the outcome. Yeah. So a big thing that we do here is after like the main season, so whether it's state, short course, which, which happened recently, we sat them down, we did a bit of a review with them and actually got them to rate their performance and their lead up out of 10. What do they like about the lead up in terms of the programming um, and what setbacks actually came up as a result because nothing's, every, nothing's ever uh, perfect when it comes to um, lead ups to competitions or anything like that. So a lot of them did have some minor setbacks with illness, camp, school camps, uh, whatever it may be. But what we did is we tried to mitigate the damage from those um, events that had happened for them specifically in order for them to develop and move forward and continue to get PBs, which many of them did. I think the other thing is as well, um, when it comes to the philosophy side um, with our coaching, it's it's focused more on the development at the end of the day. What are we really building towards um, each time? So what we do is we try and work towards each state state swimming event and uh, we know there's going to be mini meets and we break those down even more and we break down their training even more again so then they can see a clear process in order to progress to get the results that they want at the state at the state level or national level mm, yeah and it's more about it's all about progression and we want to reward the, the effort involved at each step to get to the next step yeah, and yeah, and just positively reinforce it along the way because they might be down about themselves so much as well. And I know we're talking about this being you know, down on yourself and whatnot in the past, but they might be down on themselves like, oh, this didn't go right, this didn't, that didn't go right. But it's like, what did go right as well? So looking at the, at the progress that they've actually made overall, and not that, not let the negatives out overshadow the actual progress they've made as well. Yeah, just on that, like. I always talk to my athletes. I, I always say this to my athletes is I say that, do you feel like you gave you a hundred percent effort? And I let them sit and think for a bit. And if they say, yeah, I feel like I gave my absolute 100% effort. Then I say, regardless of the outcome, it shouldn't matter because I can't ask for anything more than a hundred percent. Whether it be exams, whether it be events, or whether it be sporting events, um, whether it be anything really, I'd rather, feel, I'd rather I'd highlight the idea that even if they don't get the result they wanted, they left absolutely everything they could in the pool, on the court, in the exam hall, and that should, they should be proud of whatever outcome they get. Cool. And let, let's kind of like zoom out of that because we got, went really deep into us specifically. So for the parents in terms of um, point one that you mentioned, Dave, is the philosophy. You know, are they actually they have a philosophy that will actually help your kid get results at the end of the day. I think that's a really important question and maybe ask that and see what practical examples they have or athletes they've worked with in the past and ask the questions, okay, what is your philosophy when it comes to developing kids? I think that's probably something that all parents should ask or at least have an income link to understand what is the coach's philosophy uh, when it comes to developing their kids because you're basically giving the keys to your kid for you know, a couple of hours a week in order to help develop them and get them results. Yeah, no, definitely. When you meet the coach for the first time, ask him what is your philosophy on coaching or developing the child. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think we've done that one. Let's go to point two. What's point two? 
Number two is, is the coach a good role model for your child? So a couple of points on this one is, um, actually we'll, we'll just go from there. Is the coach a good role model for your child? Yeah, is it? Pretty much. Is the coach themselves walked? Do they walk the walk in terms of what they've spoken about in terms of the philosophy? Yeah. So you've obviously got what they say. Now, do they do what they do? Are they a big preacher of, you know, if your kids are got their room messy or something like that and don't clean up after themselves here, do the coaches actually tell them to clean up after themselves in the gym? You know, I know, I know that's not training related, but it is very behavioral related with yeah. kids these days. Yeah. Um, then in terms of role model is can the can the coach actually question them about things that they may the athlete may feel uncomfortable with and i think this is really important because when it comes to parents i think parents should know this and i can't remember where i learned this is the first first phase of a kid's life so infancy to childhood the kid is reliant on you as a parent to survive pretty simple right when your teen uh, when your teen enters um, adolescence they're a bit more reliant on their peers so the the value or of what you say does reduce over time now that's not a bad thing that's just them trying to find their feet in the world and they're trying to integrate themselves into the world and this is just a normal phenomenon that happens then the third phase is they're self-reliant and then you can rely on them and that's kind of like entering adulthood and all that just where maturity starts to show now as they enter the teenage years right we as coaches become one of their peers. We're one or two, maybe even three or four steps ahead of where they want to be. So they see us in terms of, oh my God, like Dave, you squat, you know, 300 kilos. I want to be able to do that one day. It's like, okay, cool. You know, we've got to get to 60 kilos first. And then because Dave's actually walked the walk, he can actually show them the path of what's actually required. And I think that's a real powerful lesson that nothing is instantly given and we can show them that as a role model and that we've actually done what they want to set out to achieve. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think uh, a rebuttal to that is, yes, we're, we are their peers, but at the same time, from, from a teenager's perspective or a youth athlete's perspective, is that we're their coach, we're their teacher. So it's really important that the child can model their behavior based off what they think is right. And right being what the coach does and how the coach carries themselves. So if you've got a coach that's um, really messy, smells bad, um, you're swearing and things like that, your child is going to think that that's the right way to carry themselves. It's appropriate. Yeah, exactly. So your coach needs to carry themselves in a way where your child can see that and that and they they know that's appropriate. But also remember that whatever your child think is right will also carry out onto the field or the mm. court. Or the pool. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's really good. And yeah. as a parent, you should be watching, observing in terms of are these coaches good role models? Are they actually on the floor practicing what they're preaching yeah. to the kids? And do the kids actually, because the output, right? Say, for example, just cleaning up and you know being respectful of other people's space when they're training, are they actually doing that? Because mm. as coaches, we need to be able to pull up pull them up on it when they're uh, not disrespecting the space but they're just not aware of what's happening around them we pull them up hey make sure you just you know walk around and stuff like that is the place actually um, being I guess respected in that regard yeah and that kind of segues into the next next point which is number three is the coach actually invested in the child's development into adulthood 
or are they just there to get paid? Yeah, this one is a, um, a very interesting one to me because I've seen both sides of the coin where coaches really do well as sports coaches um, in terms of the development of the kids that they look after. Um, also the SNC as well. I've seen some really good SNC coaches, you know, look after the kids that they've mentored. You know, I've heard stories of, um, I think it was Josh Giddy. He had a coach, Australian conditioning coach for a long time and he ended up, the coach himself helped him to get to, to college and get him into the league mm. as a result. And someone who invested, you know, many years into this kid and then obviously as a result, he gets to reap the rewards of getting the kid there mm. as well. So that's like a mutual transaction with that. Um, yeah, some when it comes to some some gyms or something like that, if if a place say for example, a kid signs up to a gym, you know, the average age for a kid to join up the gym is between the age of fourteen and sixteen years old. You know, a lot of kids teens are interested in getting into gym lifting weights. If a gym is like, Oh yeah, we'll have a person trying to write write them a program and they're just kinda like go on their little merry way and it's just like, Well, obviously the gym doesn't really care, they just care about the transaction that they just got from your kid. Yeah. Or from you specifically, because yeah. if you're the wallet <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you and your kid doesn't want to go and they're not motivated, I don't feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like you haven't addressed the big issue here is the kid doesn't know what he's doing. He needs support. That's the actual answer. The problem is he doesn't know the answer is he needs support. He needs someone to kind of guide him through the process. If you've come to a gym and you've asked for help, that's not the last resort, but it obviously shows you need support and you're looking for someone to help you. And if your trainer's just there just to get paid, it's just a poor reflection on them. Yeah. And with the way that we think, the way we do things here is a little bit different. I say unique, I guess. The real simple stuff, like say, for example, um, we had one of the kids um, played footy over the weekend so this podcast will be released later on but you know yourself and Matt went to the grand final and you guys turned up and and he messaged or he messaged you guys and they're very appreciative of it we got a mess in the mess email from the mum his mum and she was very appreciative that we came down and showed you know we care about the kids development we want to see the results that they've gotten you know we want we put so much time into this into him and his training we want to be able to see some sort of output from that as well. So for us, that's very exciting as coaches to be able to see that. Um, and that's when you know, when when a coach is willing to go out of their way, even if it's for like 20 minutes to half an hour to pop down to a training session or to a tournament and actually see the kid perform in their sport, that's when the coach really cares. They've gone out of their way and... As for all you know, strength and conditioning coaches and sports coaches out there, like it doesn't take much. It really doesn't. Yeah. It, it could be just literally just once a year. Yeah. So my other sub sub point was yeah. Number one, does the coach actually give a damn about other things outside the gym? So, are you supporting them as a human, not just an athlete? So celebrating little milestones like winning a grand final. I know it's athlete related, but that's an important milestone for a lot of people because it's, it's achievement. It's a massive achievement. Things like um, doing well on school, school academic things, you know, getting their L's, that's a massive milestone. And, you know, asking them how you're going with the driving, things like before that. You, before you go there, so for those who are not listening in, in Australia, getting your L's is basically getting your um, a learner's driver's license where you can actually drive um, with the supervision of a um, full licensed adult as well. So, yeah. And things like birthdays as well. So, I think. Going up, going above and beyond, just 
developing the person as an athlete is celebrating them as a human, developing as a human, celebrating the little milestones that happen outside the gym. And um, the last point is as well is making sure the coach is making a relationship with the child. I'm not saying an actual relationship. I'm saying a coach-athlete relationship where the child trusts and feels comfortable to tell you things that they won't tell others because I know going through teen teen years sometimes you don't feel super comfortable telling things to your parent and you sometimes don't feel super comfortable saying things to your friends but you don't know how to break it to them don't know how to break it to them we as coaches that in athlete want to create a relationship or if you are finding a coach make sure that coach that you are hiring can make a relationship with your child to feel make them feel comfortable and they trust you to open up to you and not feel ashamed or feel guilty about certain things they've done or they want to say to you cool that was really good. Um, thanks for those three points, Dave. Um, do you just want to quickly summarize them um, quickly, then we'll wrap it up? Yep, quick summary. So for parents and for athletes out there, when you're finding a, good, when you're finding a coach for your child, number one, make sure that you know what the coach's philosophy on winning or learning is. Number two, is the coach a good role model for your child? And number three, is the coach actually invested in your child's development as a person? And if they have systems in place that covers all of those three things, that is a good place to really look into yeah. moving forward. Um, we're going to wrap that up there. Um, thanks for tuning in on this podcast. Um, if you liked it, please leave a like. Um, it really does help us. We want to get this message out. Um, please leave a comment and, and just say if you learned something and put it in the comments below um, and share this with your friends. If they're looking for a coach or a place to train, you know, maybe share this message with them first. Um, before you know just signing up anywhere willy-nilly yep and if you're enjoying the episodes please like subscribe um just a small like or a, a, even just you subscribing goes a long way for us cool see you on the other side see ya you have just listened to the inner athlete podcast be sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the release of weekly episodes be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram to get great tips on all things youth athlete development and youth mentoring